This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. And David, this is our first episode that we're recording in 2024. So, yes. hey, Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. And it's exciting days that we're living in. And I'm looking forward to our podcast together. Yeah, well, I thought we would take some time today and just celebrate what the Lord is doing, uh, what the Lord's doing here with At Risk Radio, what the Lord's doing uh, all over the globe through the ministry of SOM International and through those who are generously giving to the work that SOM International is doing. So the first thing, David, I think that this is a point of celebration that we have had over 10,000 people download an episode, well, 10,000 downloads, to be clear, of At Risk Radio. And so that's a huge milestone for us. We've surpassed, far surpassed 130 plus episodes at this point. And so we're seeing this growing audience for At Risk Radio. And uh, David, how can people continue to support At Risk Radio? And and what are you hoping to unroll over the next year? Yeah, Mark, I saw when you shared that with us a few weeks ago, I shared that with our team and Everybody rejoiced, and yeah. we, you know, we. I just want to personally thank all our listening audience out there that they're faithful listening. I know they're praying, they're serving, they're giving. Right, but you know, specifically, obviously for the podcast, just by them downloading, sends yeah. a vote out there by them sharing it with others. The reviews all help, and so I just want to thank our listening audience for their participation, for their giving. No, however, God has put it upon their heart because it's making a difference. So thank you. And that's a great start to 2024. Yeah, and I think this year we tried to put out an at-risk radio episode every Friday, and um, you know we we miss one once in a while. You know we're we're busy. You're in and out of the country, and you know you're out there doing the work. But we really want our listeners and our supporters to know what's happening in real time with those who are risking much for Jesus. And I think this year will be no exception. We've had some really interesting interviews uh, come along from other people who are risking much for Jesus and other organizations, and uh, we've had. The Stendhal's on. We had you know, a movie produced this year. We had Bibles going out. And there's there's so many exciting things that have happened as people have stepped up and they have gotten you know on board with the ministry of SOM International. And so, David, I thought I would just take maybe a minute here and try to unpack some of these stats. You know, now stats can be really boring, but we understand that behind these statistics are people whose lives are being absolutely transformed by the gospel, right? Well, yeah. Every year, January, we do our financial annual report. I just completed that. I, that's one of the things you're referring yeah. to there, Mark. And boy, does that make us grateful for the body of Christ, the family, and partners uh, that we literally couldn't do this job. I mean, you and I couldn't even do yeah. what we're doing to be a voice no. out there for our, the, our brothers and sisters in Christ and these restricted and unreached areas of the world. And all this work that's being done, assistance and support, you know, it was a phenomenal year. We grew by 13%. Uh, this year, it's Mark huge. was able to share. And, yeah. and that's just another mark. Every year since 2008, we started, Mark, and we've grown pretty yeah. much every year double digits because of some, you know, stellar people who love the Lord, who are leaders, who are influencers, and specifically for this are generous. This is our financial report. And, and obviously, the Lord, this side of heaven, Jesus coming, has has made us good stewards of finances and and leads us to generosity and, and giving. And we're able to be a channel of God's finances. And, and we, we 100% of our heart is we administrate God's 
God's work. And and we we'd love for right. people if they they're interested in those details, we're sending that out to our partners. But if more people wanted that. We'd like to have financial transparency, and, and, and we'll certainly share that. But we were so encouraged about all the impact uh, around the world, and literally 95% going to direct ministry in uh, our, quote-unquote, administrative, which we hopefully every dime is still in financial and you know, integrity of, of doing God's work was administration kind of thing. So we, we're, we're pleased, tickled pink, you know, kind of with God's goodness and and. And leading us in wisdom and trying to just be a good, faithful stewards of God's resources. Yeah, well, you know, I think that's huge. Uh, I don't know many nonprofits that can say that ninety-five percent of what's given gets out to the field. There's usually so much uh, red tape that's involved, and yet these numbers are the kind of numbers you would see if. 95% of it got out to the field uh, and that got into the hands of those who are risking much for Jesus. So let me just put a couple of things out there, David, that, are, that just that just strike me as significant. I mean, the, the big number that is significant to me is that 1,669 church planners were trained in India, uh, plus 150 church planners in Bangladesh and 240 church planners in Northwest Africa. There, there might be more that I'm not seeing here on the list, uh, but that's a lot of new churches that are started because for a very small amount of money, you know, in the States, it takes about $100,000 to build, uh, to start a new church. And yet for a for pretty small investment, we have, I mean, that's almost 2,000. If I got my my numbers right, that's about 2,000 church planners that have been trained up for a very small investment. Tell me about the impact of that many church planners going out. Well, yeah, I mean, that's literally been hundreds of thousands this year came to Christ, are being discipled, and are walking in a, in a new paradigm, a new worldview with faith, hope, and love, returning good for evil from their enemies and persecuted, corrupt areas. Uh, so this is literally changing the world. I mean, this is, we talk yeah. about pray for peace to the world. Well, peace comes one heart at a time, each one, reach one, teach one kind of thing. It, one of the things that they say in, in India. And and that's what we see happening. And I think if the uh, you have the letter in front of you, I don't actually right now, Mark. And I think we talked about even in India, if I remember right, it's like 16 Thousand, they record sixteen thousand churches just in India. Let alone we look at North Africa and Bangladesh, and you know we're looking over eighteen towards twenty thousand. You know churches planted, which represents you know uh, hundreds of thousands of people transformed. So I hope people are encouraged by that. That God is multiplying when we just move where He's moving. Yeah, I mean it, it's the numbers are staggering. It's hard to wrap your mind around. 20,000 new churches planted in a year. It's also hard to imagine like the kind of the kind of change that brings. I mean, that is like a nation changing kind of impact. Uh, when you are penetrating these areas that have been dark for the gospel for a long time, that are uh, largely Hindu or Muslim, and we're bringing the gospel, we're bringing the love of Christ to these areas, we're setting up a local outpost for the for the gospel by the thousands, and we got these guys trained. Um, you know, out there impacting people, but it isn't just guys, because there's also uh, quite a few women who have been trained yeah. and are sewing discipleship schools. And so, you know, we're looking 500 at in India, um, 
uh, you know, a handful there in Bangladesh, and uh, you know, some more in in Northwest Africa, and and these women have the opportunity to not only make a living for themselves, but also to set up a micro business as a outpost for the gospel. In addition to that, it's it's massive. And so, uh, let me just have you talk about that for a minute. You know, what kind of impact are we seeing these women have for the gospel in these persecuted countries? Yeah, thanks, Mark. And I know when we come back from the break, we're going to even focus more on 2024. And I think that's a great segue there because yeah. we are really yeah, yeah. excited about what God is doing among the women. What he, Of course, the Lord did this last year. And in, in years coming, case one of the oppressions of you know really sin and brokenness, corruption in the world is that people get oppressed, minorities get oppressed, and women specifically yeah, are yeah. oppressed around the world in the Islamic world, in the yeah. Manchurian world, in the and and even in the you know traditional Christian world where people are living by legalism instead of seeing the full image and likeness that women are made in the likeness of God. And God is setting them free for truly men and women living in unity and love in their marriages and their families. And and we see even God reconciling marriages and, and families uh, with the gospel. And and so one of the ways we're doing that is that disciple, this, our discipleship um, schools. And, and it's so important. And women many times are illiterate. They don't you know, they don't have the tools, the trade. They don't have the understanding, their identity in Christ. And even though they can't read and write necessarily, they're learning the Word of God because faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And so we're empowering them with that, giving them audio Bibles. And now they're becoming community leaders, influencers, you know, and in, in being a great light for Christ and seeing many come to Christ and grow in Him. Yeah, well, before we're into the break, let me just highlight a couple more statistics coming out of South America, because we're going to talk about South America here in the break. We often do. Um, We had Bibles for Venezuela campaign. We're trying to print Bibles, get them into Venezuela. We talked about that for a big part of the year this last year in 2023. And 85,000 more Bibles were printed and put out into Venezuela. There's There's a new warehouse for a Bible distribution that has been built. 30 plus radio stations are up. We have new indigenous groups who have Bible materials and radio and conferences. There's clean water projects going out. And then in addition to that, we got two more radio stations in Mexico in addition to uh, to those uh, you know Bible resources. So we're seeing the Bible penetrate. And then in addition to all that, I don't know how they get all this done in a day, but you know, the Stendhal just put out a movie too that we've been pushing. I think in the break here, we're going to talk about this movie. And so, I mean, all kinds of media and resources and materials and literature that are going out to people who need it most. David, you want to comment about some of those things? Yeah. Well, I'll just say real quick. I mean, our financial report, as far as looking at the Finances go. The, the lion's share definitely went to Latin America, which we'll get into, you know, yeah, next uh, part two uh, after the break. Where we're going with this, where I see. But bottom line, you know, we spent the most amount of money in Latin America, which might be surprising to some. But the biggest reason was, Mark, is the word of God. You know, as we, you mentioned, 85,000 Bibles printed and distributed along with Christian books. And there's just a hunger in Latin America that um, we've never maybe even seen in history. And and so there's an opportunity. Yeah. They're hungry for the Word of God and just with all the other work going on. And so we're just excited to feed what the Holy Spirit's doing there in Latin America, Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, 
in some other adjacent and Caribbean nations, and and we're we're directly impacting that uh, with God's word. Yeah, it's huge. Well, we got to run to a break, and in this break, you're going to hear a little bit about Parish of the Pines, and this film that just was put out by Lisa and Alethea Stendhal. So after this break, we'll be back. We'll talk about what we're planning on doing in 2024. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Lost Story Cinema presents a new feature film, the story of Frank Higgins, the lumberjack sky pilot. More than any class that's lived in our land, these lumberjacks can truthfully say, no man cared for my soul. The church has forgotten the prodigal while caring for the souls of the saved. 30,000 men? Men to whom God is dead. And Sunday is the harvest day of iniquity and the saloons and brothels. But you were there, willing. Willing, yes, but but not ordained, you see. The Duluth Presbytery is not going to ordain an uncouth lad who hasn't even finished the sixth grade. Ever since I was a young lad in Canada, I've wanted to pilot men to the skies. Aren't you the lumberjack sky pilot? I am. My brother heard you preaching. He said you're a fellow who never leave a lumberjack down. I'm too low and vile for even God to do anything with that God brought me all this way to find you. Based on the true story of an ordinary man who would become a giant. The Parish of the Pines, coming soon. For more information about this film and to learn about a movie premiere near you, go to theparishofthepinesmovie.com. Theparishofthepinesmovie.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. And David, we talked a lot about what's happening in 2023, what what the Lord was able to do through those who are serving with SOM International. But David, 2024, tell us what's going on. What has the Lord put on your heart? What vision do you have to expand this ministry in 2024? Well, one thing for sure, Mark, we know by Scripture and by the reality of experience of the world today, there's job security till Jesus returns because, you know, the world doesn't like the light. There's persecution. But the gospel's growing, uh, or with that, Mm. the gospel's growing uh, like never in history. And so there's just opportunities everywhere. And it was coming off a great year, and we're looking to continue to hopefully, um, you know, be faithful until Christ returns. And so we see, the, and because the faithfulness of our partners, you know, giving, we're able to respond mm-hmm. to these needs going on. So some of the hotspots of North Africa continues to be a hotspot for, uh, you know, the gospel. Most One of the highest unreached areas that, and needed yet hunger and Muslims coming to Christ in greater numbers than ever. And so we're seeing higher persecution and a lot of is, uh, the fundamental Islam is moved there where they're training and they're reacting. Um, and so, for instance, Mart- Martinia, which, you know, by God's grace, we've been able to serve the church there and believers there. And, and I and I know some of the these uh, believers. I've met them before. They're, they're powerful in Christ. Mm. Um, and mm-hmm. just over the holidays, 27 of them were arrested in a small village. Uh, and and the and the news came out, Mark, that most uh, that this most of the village had come to faith in Christ. Well, we rejoice. That's in that's in uh, North African news, and we're going, wow, this is a lot better than yeah. we ever imagined. You know, um, yeah, so that's no kidding. That part's encouraging. That even the enemies are saying that you know the majority of this village came to Christ. We are very concerned about that. A lot of prayer went out. By God's grace, we're we're at, they let them all. They released them in about a week, and they just told them to stop 
preach it, start, stop beating. But, you know, in Martania, it, they had the law of apostasy laws that if you're found to leave Islam, you're put to death. But they didn't press it. Martes never pressed it, and they just wanted to be quiet about it. Said, you know, and they, they, they charged him for embarrassing the state because this video was released of a, of a Baptist. Uh, in, of a Muslim coming to Christ there. And um, and so that's what they're rebuked for. But Mark, that's actually positive that the prayers are being heard, that they realize that there's a movement of people, you know, confessing Christ, but they realize they don't want to press uh, fundamental Islam Sharia law. So we're actually encouraged right, by right. that. But that's the reality that there's a there's a big conflict going on. Where and obviously last year we before year before we had one of our leaders there arrested and looking at um, you know apostasy charges. We talked about that before. So that continues to go on, reflecting all of North Africa. I'll mention one other nation, Nigeria. Just over yeah, yeah. on Christmas Eve, over 160 Christians slaughtered, and houses and homes and churches uh, destroyed. Nigeria has more martyrs in their country than the rest of the world about every year. It's average. It's going wow. since 2009. It's just a hot spot with Boko Haram. Again, Islamic fundamentalism there. So it's something we need to pray for. But people could be encouraged. What they're supporting there is much of our network, those who come to Christ in the greater area of Africa, is Fulani. And, you know, we're able to support those Fulani Muslim background believers now. And they're praying for their Fulani tribal extended network there um, who are fanatics and fundamental for Islam, that they'll come to know Jesus. And so the Lord is sending sending a counter reaction of light and hope and love. So there is hope, but it's just really difficult in in Nigeria. So people could be praying for that and praying for just the work and support we're doing there. Um, in North Africa and Algeria, one of the you know least reached nations, 22nd least reached in, in the world. And we're really seeing some encouragement happening there with some of the things that we're involved in. So they're going to, you know, in future, we, our audience is going to hear more about these things. I just want to point towards mm-hmm. uh, India now. Uh, it just came out. I mean, basically, VOM, USA, the Voice of Mars Internationals, we appreciate them. We actually work in partnership and yeah. different projects and stuff like that. And they're a great organization that looks at t- trends. They put out a map every year, persecuted areas, and they just officially really caught up to what we've been seeing on the ground. And that is the government sponsored persecution. So VOM uh, will list countries from hostile, which is basically means localized or families or militias are coming against Christians, but not the government. But now they just changed it this last week to India is now a restricted nation, meaning it's government-sponsored persecution. And they're about to have a um, a, a vote coming up here in just a, a little over two months. And that's going to be voting for the new prime minister. Uh, but there's there's no contender. And, and, and Prime Minister Modi is uh, very entrenched. And he's very fundamental. Mm-hmm. And he's been an effective leader. He's he's ultimately economically and, you know, brought that country along. And yet he's there. He's been able to allow the energization or if I could use that word to, to the, <laughs> yeah, the persecutors. <laughs> yeah. So, so we, India is, and, and yet what we're hearing from India is, you know, what we just talked about, what happened this last year. The more they're being persecuted, the more they're multiplying, Mark. So, yeah, right. So praise God for that. But there, a lot of need there. And I think there's greater opportunity happening in India. And I pray that we could continue to stand with them. They're even reaching outside their nations. They are the most uh, discipleship-making, evangelistic 
you know, group I know, they're just amazing in, in what's going on. Well, and they need such simple things. I mean, they, they need sewing machines. They need some Bible literature. They need church planners sponsored. And it's not that much to sponsor a church planner. I mean, we had 500 bicycles go out and five, 500 bicycles means that, you know, these church planners can get to about twice as many places. Yeah. I mean, s- simple stuff. I mean, you know, you can impact a nation for a pretty small investment. And and I think that's really that's really exciting that you can be part of that. So Mark, you know, what we've been able to track with like the bicycles is that every bike we give represents yeah. usually three more churches planted in India, which every church is represents 20 people uh, on average. So that's 60 yeah. souls that are are changed, are loved, are transformed by the gospel of Christ because of a just simple tool of bicycles. So th- this is the beauty yeah. of what we love what's happening in Asia is the simplicity of the gospel and just multiplication and where as American believers, we can invest and just be encouraged by the outcome of it. Um, so thank you mm-hmm. again for our partners out there who are just a part of making it happen. So David, before I let you go, this is a loaded question, but like, what's the big thing that you're so excited about rolling out in 2024? Well, I, you know, let's, let me end with Latin America because I can get to it. So let me just come to there. Latin America, we see just a spiritual opening across the board in Latin America, Mexico, Colombia, Mm. uh, Venezuela, and beyond in many areas. We're distributing the word of God with the printed form of the Bible with radio uh, broadcast, um, obviously devices like smartphones, and then ultimately yeah. equipping believers to be pro- proclaimers. Um, and, and so we, you know, we're just excited where that's going, and we're continuing to support the building up of the Latin Church in basically south of the border there, and all the way to South America. Uh, and and so we're going to hear more about that too. We have one of our staff members just there, and. And we're going to give it a little bit of an update. So if you can continue to be praying for that, we just had, you know, that re- report that, they, you know, that, that we're trying, we're focused on three, three million Bibles and we were just down there in with Venezuelans and they're saying there's so many coming to Christ, such a need, no longer 3 million and we need 6 million. <laughs> so, you know, we're at half a million. Oh God. So we're, yeah, <laughs> we're going, okay, whatever God wants. So we're excited about the need and we know ultimately God will meet the need in, in usual, unusual and creative ways, but we want to be part of what God's doing. And I invite our believers to, to be with that. And, and Mark, I'm going to, I'm going to push a little further. Maybe we can go a little bit longer on this podcast though. I, I think yeah, one sure. thing that's really on my heart though, and I think it'd be good to mention is also let's continue back to Asia, you know, China and North Korea are unbelievable in that where they've gone with persecution using uh, AI, using yeah. technology, but here's the beauty, uh, and I want to encourage, because they, they're, they're ahead of the game. And that now we have India and other nations, Russia and others, following suit of seeing how you can use technology to control people. And obviously, regimes like to control people which means tax revenue, which means, you know, quote, unquote, less crime against, you know, or competition against them kind of thing. And and so an AI is one of the biggest tools. We In 2023, we saw AI jump to a whole new level. And um, I, this is going to be a conversation piece. And we already see AI being used in extreme ways in China, specifically against the Christians. But here's the interesting thing, Mark, is we hear from the Chinese church that this has forced them back to the basics of sharing the gospel, discipleship. It's gotten, it's, it's helping just, 
you know, uh, sort through the dross, of clean out the dross, and the church is is again getting purified and on fire again in China. And and so I think what what's interesting, why it's so important as believers that we keep an eye on Asia, we keep an eye on what God's doing, and keep encouraged that even though we're going to see AI, we're going to see more of the world grow in control and an angst against the pure witness of Christ, persecution specifically. God is using that in greater ways to purify the church um, in levels and numbers that I think we've never seen in history. And and so I think is uh, you know a lot of Americans are struggling. With how do we embrace all this technology in this, you know, moral decline and and spiritual rejection of Christ and His Word? They could be encouraged that our persecuted brothers and sisters are going ahead, and the Lord is refining the church back to pure faith, relationship in Christ, and uh, and this is why I think it's so important, Mark, that we are involved in that forty percent we always talk about of the unreached world, this persecuted areas, because they are a light going out. They, they're fulfilling God's heart, his word, and ultimately teaching us of how to live in the days we live in. So I just wanted to leave with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, we hope that this uh, radio program is a encouragement to you as you're living boldly for the gospel in your life, in your day-to-day life. And yeah, technology's growing. There is... Uh, there are new threats everywhere, but at the same time, God is powerful. He's bigger than these things. And we want to help you to step up in your sphere to be a better leader in the kingdom of God. And uh, so there are a couple of things you can do to help with that. And, you know, we always end this way, but we encourage you to subscribe to our newsletter. You know, right now we have about 8,600 people that subscribe to our newsletter and they get updated every single month about what's happening all over the world with those who risk much for Jesus. If you want to add your name to that list, you can sign up for it at riskradio.com. Um, also, you can help this podcast by subscribing to it, by sharing it, by sending in a comment. You know, we want to hear from you and we want you to share this with others. And lastly, at Risk Radio, SOM International, we're funded by you. You know, as you give to this program, as you give to SOM International, 95% of that money is going to go out to those who need it on the front lines for Christ. If you donate in exchange for a book in our bookstore, the proceeds from that also go out to support those who are risking much for Jesus. You can visit the SOM bookstore at sombookstore.com. Well, hey, David, until next time, we'll sign off for now, but we're looking forward to what the Lord is going to do in 2024 through SOM International. This has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.